Tony? Yeah, we we needed our producer last week. I'll tell you what, dude, I did miss that guy, man. That was I saw his video you posted today too. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get him on on a lot more stuff. <laughs> a lot more stuff. I'm oh. glad that you have a new favorite son or protege or, or whatever you want to call it. You haven't made your boy toy climb any trees lately, have you? And almost fall <laughs> to break his neck? <laughs> <laughs> Have you made your uh, your boy toy climb any trees lately and with chainsaws? Or? <laughs> no, I haven't. We uh, we've just been chilling. He actually invited me over to his house the other day, so I went over and saw his little studio he's got going nice. on. I could record a whole record in here, man. Yeah. Did he tell you what every little piece was? <laughs> oh my God, man. He he know he's and he he starts into this Greek. You know, he's saying all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Here's what you need to. Do. Here's what I could do. Dude, you're talking way over my head. Yeah. By the way, we had a guest on a couple weeks ago, and uh, Jackson. Jackson? Hey. And he was amazing. He's he very interesting cat. But he's one of those cats that is a, uh, almost like a savant at like at, at like when he talks about like musical stuff. Yeah. So it's like he just like, but he's like super laid back and cool. So it's like just. But he's like, super passionate though. Yeah, yeah. In this conversation, he's like, man. You know, and he's got this that's a great good. impression. He's yeah. one of those. He's one of those guys that has a very unique style about him. So he's, it's like very charming to like. You like it's like you want to like put your arm around him and be like, oh, come here, man. Right. <laughs> it's like when you're around him, like we're in Jackson's world for the next. You know what I mean? Like, like, good guy. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to go back and listen to episode 161. I will. Yeah, Ryan. I'll, I'll dig back in. Yeah. That was two uh, ep- two episodes ago. One episode ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, coalesce, cogitate, and cavort with us here at uh, the very lovely Priming Cigar Lounge. We're doing it again here. This is like yeah, our yeah. fourth time doing a show is from it? here. So thank you to wow. uh, thank you to Primings for letting us come invade this little corner yes, here. Thank you guys. Um, I'm I'm very happy to. Uh, you know why I love Primings? Because it plays into my narcissism. There's mirrors everywhere. If I walk in and I think I'm looking good, I'm just like I'm like yeah, I look good. It's a good spot. Yeah, it's a good spot. It's a good spot. We're so, right next uh, to a mirror, so we check it. Yeah, yeah. Because when you come to a nice lounge, you know you want to. You might want to dress up a little bit. I'm, I, I've been known to put, throw a sport coat on once in a while, so I, I come in here and I, I'm looking myself in the mirror. I'm like, you know what? I'm looking pretty good. So, uh, oh, selfie time. <laughs> the old mirror photo. Yeah, the old Start mirror photo. I feel right. like MySpace. Here we come. Yep. Next thing you know, <laughs> some, somebody pulled their shirt up and pointed their abs. That's before like that filters were on your camera. Me. Do you remember that back in the day, like the early MySpace days? If you wanted like a cool effect on your photo, you had to put it into your computer and like go yeah. to Paint or whatever. And, like, oh, I remember shit. putting a photo in Paint. <laughs> Plenty of filters for that now. Right? Yeah. 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 Nowadays, is that everybody so many looks you like you don't know what to do with them. Right. It's like we've gotten so oversaturated that like plain pictures are cool again now because I'm so oversaturated with the fake stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you can't believe anything you see. Saturation is a photographic you, you term. You have to hashtag no filter. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Or like that's the ladies, they do the hashtag no makeup. So yeah, isn't I do that, that the, shit every day, bro. That, yeah, isn't that the joke? <laughs> hashtag no filter, hashtag no makeup. It's like, yeah. oh, it's actually a real photo. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That's oh how it God. always used right. to be. <laughs> I'm going to do hashtag no beard because yeah. uh, I'm sitting with three bearded gentlemen right now, which always seems to be the case, man. Everybody that comes on the show, uh, every show I, I seem to be outnumbered by the beards. Yeah. But um, We've had an all-female guest, and it's been you've been outnumbered by, by beards, man. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> chicks with better beards than I know, this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid, oh, I kid, I kid, I too. 
busting chops right out of the gate. That's no how it goes, man. It's less. Friday afternoon. That's how we do it. Friday night, I guess it would be. Bartenders. So, I think every bartender here tonight has incredible facial hair. I love it. It's a beard kind of night. It is. So you, uh, there's a, there's a very bearded theme going on tonight. You guys heard Ozzy. So. Uh, say what's up again. What's up? So, uh, there's no, uh, you know, last time Ozzy, whenever Ozzy's on, we feel like we can kind of not have to do the commercial because the owner of the, sh of the, the sponsorship is here. But I feel like we, uh, what better time to do a little plug-in than with Ozzy here because I went out uh, for the open mic night a few weeks ago when after we had Jackson on, played some tunes, uh, had a great time. Me and Faith went out there, had some of that soul black lager. It's my favorite. Um, in fact, I got to make it back out there and get a couple six-packs before you guys run out because uh, who knows when they're gonna have the good shit again, but that's that's the that's the thing that I tell people all the time, man. Is they're gonna have they're always gonna have the old favorites, but with 24 beers on tap, then uh, you never know like what kind of awesome new shit you guys are gonna have yeah. in there. Absolutely, yeah. We're we're doing uh, more and more stouts and porters right now, and some uh, New England IPAs. We're gonna have uh, Daddy's Money coming out this spring, which is a New England IPA, and we're gonna nice. put that in the uh, in the actual core beers. So we'll be continuing to do that beer nice. once we get started with nice. it. Nice, nice. Now, last time, I think the, the New England that I liked over the summer that you guys had was that, was it the St. Saint, the Saint Charles, St. or no, the Sir, what, what was that? King Charles, King, whatever that was. That was. The, I don't remember, I don't, man. It's, it's like, like for me to keep something? up with all of them. But some very regal name, yeah, but it was, it was yeah, like, yeah, military yeah. I think I, I had it during the... That was a good beer. Yeah, I know exactly that was, so, yeah. Now, that was the first time I had, I had a, what they call a New England IPA, I guess. A yeah. New England so or a hazy IPA yeah, what is make, what they call what it. What makes that different than... Uh, Crap cakes to football. <laughs> what makes it different? It's a little bit hazy. It's light, lighter in color, but it's also not bitter. It's a hoppy beer that you get a lot of hop flavor but not a lot of hop bitterness like you do a West Coast IPA. A West Coast IPA, you're going to feel the hops, feel that bitterness in the back of your mouth. Yep. But on a, on a hazy IPA or New England IPA, it's going to be a lot smoother. And uh, so, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a more approachable beer than a, than a West yeah. Coast IPA would be. That must be why I liked it, because I'm not a big, like, into the super like Yeah, you've IPAs. mentioned this several times, you're not a big hop guy. Yeah, like, if I, I can, sometimes I get in the mood, and then I, I want to go like to the hoppiest thing I can get, and then I have one. And I'm like, all right, that, that's that's good. Like I'll go straight to like a yeah. like a like a dogfish head 90 minute, yeah. and be like, oh, oh. Yeah. and then I'll have one and be on my ass because they're like they're like nine or like eight percent or something. I gotta say, those IPAs are growing on me. I used to be an anti sort of IPA guy, but here recently they've been kind of, I crave it a little bit sometimes, you know. Well, and I'm trying to remember the IPA that I had when I joined you out there. And I think it was, it was the Inner Sanctum. It was. I'm pretty that, sure it was that, the Inner Sanctum. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's our West Coast IPA. That Inner Sanctum the, will put uh, you on your ass. You, just, yeah. we, you put just as much hops in a hazy IPA that you would um, a traditional IPA, but so you what, just put what, them in later, it, later in the process. Oh, so that's how you do it? You put them yeah. a little bit later? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So don't want to get technical or anything. Well, some people like the technical stuff. Some people just like to go and drink some beers. So you can find, and some people like to go enjoy all the incredible events you have going on out there all the time including the Riders' Night every other Thursday. That's uh, um, first and third Thursdays, mm -hmm. second and fourth Thursdays, old-time so jam. There'll be probably a good chance of seeing me out there um, jamming because I like to go out there and hang out with Jackson and play a couple tunes. So uh, you can find all your events at MaydayBrewery.com. And if you're out there in the borough, that's 521 Old Salem Road. Look at this. I got all the information oh, to memorize. Yeah, <laughs> so 
you, you say it every when, when you say it every every Friday once a week for uh, for a year you get you start to know it yeah big Valentine's Day thing coming yep. up uh, Jackson's oh. gonna be playing piano bar uh, tell we'll me you're gonna wear the outfit. great food truck out there I'll be yep. doing playing Cupid and doing a, a tour at, at six o'clock now right, I don't know that we officially have we people, officially so also we officially have a view of the clock tower Yes. Now the clock tower is the now clock in full tower view. It's oh, fully yes. in view, the clock and it will be red on Valentine's Day. So, I thanks again, Jackson. I'm not exactly sure that the Cupid from mythology had a gray beard, but it was. It's a. It's <laughs> he, old Cupid. You know, yeah. He's been around. He's been matchmaking mm -hmm. for a long time. He's. Man, there's exactly. always different yeah. versions. Yeah, yeah this indeed. This is the old. I drink yeah. beer all the time. Cupid, indeed. So. In fact, Cupid, like being a baby, like you know, in actual <laughs> mythology, he wasn't a baby. He was like a, a one of the gods. So the fact that he became a baby is kind of creepy. That the yeah. baby is like the god of love, like super yeah. weird. Why super would he weird. be a baby? Why would he be a baby? Huh. Like, yeah. make me, make me. <laughs> I think I think he's better with a beard. You know what? I mean, if personally. it was a baby with a beard, to me that would like gnome. Like I would imagine like gnome babies come out just packing a full fucking beard. Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm saying is I like Ozzy's version of Cupid much yeah. better than the yeah. baby version. Well, George, you know our 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 or guest here tonight might be a little partial to the beards. Yeah. So if you guys don't recognize that voice from last time he was on, that the, sultry uh, voice. Indeed, I. You know what? I love having this guy on, but I, I say it every time. We, this happens a lot with singers too. We do a podcast. We talk every week, and we should we need to stop inviting people on that have better voices than <laughs> us because because it's making us look Pretty bad. Pretty much everybody. Man. I'm a fucking nasally mumbler. I know. So. I know. So no kidding, Ryan Bear has a great radio voice. No kidding, yes, he does. Indeed, Ryan from Winter's Beard Company, hanging out with us uh, for the second time. Thank, welcome yeah. back, brother. What's up, well, Bear? Appreciate you guys having yeah, man. me, man. Always a good time, especially Former after pro. the first outing. You guys invited me on again, and I just couldn't turn that down. Yeah, we had a lot of fun that first time. Uh, you know, we say this a lot. There's, um, there's been a few guests we have on that we have had like ep epic post hangs after the show, and like. <laughs> I, like we we had quite our fill of old fashions at your at your house, at doing oh, the show. Absolutely. And yeah. then, <laughs> as soon as the show was over, you're like, "Let's walk down to Bastion." Uh, yeah, man, that's um, the spot. That was a great know. night, man. I had keep, fun that night. Man. Keep the good times going. Yeah. I'm still waiting on the invitation to Ryan's house. You gotta go, well, dude. You, you say the word, Ozzy. You're welcome at my spot, brother. That was it. Third floor up there. Yeah. The third floor third up there. Third floor, is floor nice, bear man. bar. That's where all bear bars. up some old fashions and yeah. start telling some stories. Yeah. That was a nice that's thing. That's sitting out on your down. back porch there. I like the fact that. Yeah, your porch on the third level there on the high. Like I like that, that you can look down Fantastic. on other people's yards and judge them. Right. <laughs> which like, which we don't do. Which we don't do. <laughs> like, look how nice well, my yard okay. looks. Well, okay. I mean, depending, that lawnmower. depending on what the yard looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's got to be eventually, like, all those houses are new, and, like, everybody that's moving to town right now that is, like, usually, like, a in our age group or either, either – um, either doesn't have a family or starting a family or thinking about or like have young kids or whatever but you know eventually this town's going to get settled with people that are that are moving here and meeting people settling down and they're going to start having families and then all these like fancy like new places are going to have like like hot wheels in the driveway and like a, a, oh, a for like sure a little like a, a plastic yeah. three wheel like three wheel like yeah. upside down it's funny the that you say that tony because now that all these younger couples are moving to nashville you ever notice you don't see kids in neighborhoods anymore but it's like that's going to change. You're right. Sorry, you just yeah. put that in my mind. It's well, we never had. Might actually have a trick or treating. Is that because again. they're on iPads, or is that because they're just not there? That's true. That's <laughs> true. You but know, I think I feel like you never. When see we kids were anymore. a even seven years ago, or I guess it's been eight years ago now that I moved here. Um, 
it was Music City was it was Music City. You, you came here for the industry. You came here to uh, to go to honky tonks, and it was a very yeah. it was a very drunken culture. So it wasn't really a place you would come with a with a family to raise a family. Right. But now that a lot of professionals are moving here because of the business we have here, now that the city is growing and becoming known more for other things, we're starting to see actual families like like it's like we're a real city. You can go downtown, there's actually like families walking around and you know. Well, with the healthcare here being huge, obviously, uh, you know, you get some families, but I think the draw has just been you know, from so many other angles within the last 10 years, just from an entertainment standpoint that, you know, you get some different demographics in. Yeah. And now there's talk of pro baseball. What do you think about that, brother? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've actually talked to some guys, uh, the group that was with Tony La Russa and Dave Stewart, some former big leaguers that, that have some clout and they're, uh, they're gearing up, trying to bring a team here. Yeah, so, no, but for the listeners who yeah. didn't listen to our first episode, uh, Ryan's got a background. In yep. baseball. Yeah, former so. pro here. Yeah, man. Yeah, once upon a time, played a little ball with the Marlins and as a farmhand in their system. So yeah, uh, That's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> played on house money for a few years, but got to learn a lot. Yeah, so. yeah got man. a little, uh, little, you know, a little tie, a little being from Florida. You know, I got a little little love for the Marlins. So as a baseball guy, can I ask you, because I love this movie, what do you think about Bull Durham? Dude? Bull Durham was done right. Yeah. There's so many baseball movies that are done wrong, and Bull Durham was done by a baseball guy. It had to be. Yeah. And I haven't done the research on it, but a guy that played in the minor leagues or had somebody right there in his ear like the entire consultant. time yeah. guiding him through that was in the minor leagues because that movie was spot on, start to finish. Yeah. 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 Man, do you see? Do you feel like, I mean, obviously there's a lot more fantasy movies coming on or coming out, so, uh, um, you know, the, the special effects now are able to make those look um, – you know, more like what we see in our head. But even like the dramas and the the more realistic movies, they're getting better and better and more realistic. I think that has to do with the fact that we are a more reality-driven culture now. Between like social media, that yeah. not that not that social media is reality, but now that we can look at each other's lives nonstop, and there's so much like social like look at the look at the uptick in um, even podcasting. What we do, Chris, like the most popular type of podcasts out there are true crime. So yeah. it's. I think I think that as a society, you know, we're, like we're demanding like more that. realistic things, and we're like, we and we call it out. We're like, hey, that that wouldn't fucking happen in real life. Oh, absolutely. So speaking of unrealistic, uh, what about uh, talking about my major beer league game? baseball? <laughs> major league is a great movie, but it's on the opposite sort of cheeky comedy. Right, end, right, you know and there's I mean? some basis there. I mean, there's some basis there, but it's, you know, that being more of a comedy. Yes. It's. Uh, it's actually rooted, you know, with some things that aren't too far-fetched, but they take to that next level, which makes it hilarious. So but what's the worst baseball movie out there? What, drive, what baseball movie oh drives you nuts? I'd have to give you Summer Catch is really bad. Oh and, my, I, and I don't, That romantic comedy I don't, one? I don't, like to, I don't like to talk <laughs> about the negatives. Like, I'm an upper, yeah. you know. Like, I like to, uh, I like to okay. say what's out there that's good, but um, – it's just it becomes obvious when you get guys that are not baseball guys, you know. I mean, take a Kevin Costner for example. I mean, he's he's not necessarily a baseball guy, but you can tell he's done his research and he's kind of really dug in yeah. on on the ins and outs. Yeah. And it and it makes it super realistic. And so. that's the uh, if you feel that they will come. <laughs> yeah. Field of it's dreams. A, it's a. Uh, Field of Dreams. It's for yeah. the love of the game. It's right. Bull Durham. I mean, yeah. you got guys that you know. There's a love 
there for that particular sport. They really dig in to get the ins and the outs and make it realistic where you get some other actors that just say, hey, you know, I can be a baseball guy in this movie, and then yeah. they, they run through it. And then I it's feel like that metaphor can be used for lots of things. Like, you know, if uh, we built this podcast, yeah. we're just waiting for them to come. Yeah. I, thought Moneyball, <laughs> I thought Moneyball was fantastic. Well, or a brewery. And, I, and I, think, I think Ozzy will tell you that's actually not the case at all. If you start something, you have to really push to get it in front of people, yeah. even if you have a great product. Yeah. Like what you guys are doing here to me is fantastic. It's great. Like people want to hear this. Yeah, we uh, that's got to get it in front of them. Not to talk you know? too much about ourselves, but in front of our one of our two two of our favorite guests. But we have dedicated me. Chris is here. Said at the beginning of the year that we're going to start. We need. It, it's time for us to put a little bit of money back into. We've established a product. Now Absolutely. we got to now we got to start advertising and getting it out there. The marketing's um, key. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and speaking of which, let's uh, you know we can talk about baseball tonight if that's what you want to, but let's at least jump in a little bit to giving some plugs before we get too off the track here, man. Okay. So <laughs> uh, let's talk about winners for a little bit. Yeah. And some of the stuff you got going on. Okay. Um, so and I'm trying to think of where we left off on the last podcast, but um, so well, our one Tony of our has biggest. A Photographing memory, he knows. Yeah. Where, I don't, but I will. Say, I will say this: <laughs> since since the last podcast, um, I've we've both used the product. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and wearing it right now, dude. I, so am I. So am I. I uh, and nice that's shoes. actually that's a good testament because Chris, being a beardman, and me uh, being a shaveman, like right. we 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 use both of your products. And I left uh, that review that I left you guys was not um, a lot of hype. Like that actually happened to me. Like. It's a, uh, my girlfriend will like loves the way my face feels when I use this stuff, and she takes it and like uses it on her bikini line and stuff because she likes the way it feels. Love that. So, I love to hear that. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's uh, and like I told you guys before, it's a mentality. You know, the brand is a more of a mentality than anything else. I mean, first and foremost, it's about making quality, quality products, but it's a mentality that goes behind it. And uh, you know, when we get guys you know that tell us from experience of using the product something like that i mean it just it makes me think hey man we're doing something right here and you know don't or, or the guy's girlfriend used to get yeah, on yeah. Her, uh, i mean even I, mean, I, mean, I even love the way my face feels when i use it man and, uh, combine that with a nice razor and it just your face just feels yeah. so good I mean, man. we don't discriminate yeah. right yeah. <laughs> yeah i have uh i have the winner's beard oil in my bathroom and in my car, just in case nice. I forgot, or I, I maybe yeah. I need a second application at some point. Yeah. But my question that I've been wanting to ask you, Ryan, is about the comb. Okay. The beard combs that I see out there are are there's a lot of wood combs out there yep. for beards. Yep. Why do you have the metal comb? What's the uh, what's the significance of the metal comb? So. Right out of the gate, I saw the metal comb as an option, as sturdy. I saw it as girthy and an opportunity to kind of make a presence. But as far and I, and I'll tell you this, and I'll tell you know any of our customers this. As far as functionality, a wooden comb would probably be a lot more functional. It does have the bottle opener, which will come in handy. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of it's kind of uh, a dual functionality in that regard. Um, but if, if you were looking to, you know, add something into your morning routine, I would say a wooden comb is a good route to take. If you're looking to keep something on hand, like you said, you might need a second application of the oil throughout the day. And you can also straighten up. 
with the metal comb, and you can also crack open an IPA if you find yourself in that situation. So. Not a Mayday IPA, but somebody else's IPA. But I ha- I've got two of the combs. I have one at my well, desk. Like don't, one, don't of, one of the Winter's Beard Oil combs at by my desk and another one in my bathroom. And I have my wooden comb in the car. There you so go. So, I, I, you know, I've you got, got it mixed up, too. I uh, Don't sell yourself short, Ozzy. You might not have bottle caps to pop open, but sometimes, you know, you sometimes if you don't have nails, getting those cans open can be, you know. You oh, yeah, you can, pop you can definitely yeah. slide it just it looks cool there. doing it. So yeah. right away, you know? <laughs> I will say this. Uh, uh, this is I, I, ironically. Man, I, I have no room to talk about brushes. I have no beard, no hair. So, but, <laughs> <laughs> but clean. But I do remember um, being a kid, and uh, my dad being the age that he was. You know, we all kind of get into when we're younger what our parents are into because they're still kind of like, you know, my my dad had me when he was in his 30s, so he was still kind of doing his thing. So I was kind of into what he was into. I thought the things that Absolutely. were cool that what he was thought were cool, and my dad's era, you know, was. Like y- you always kept that comb in your back pocket yeah. throughout the day, and that was the thing. And I always thought, at some day, there's certain you know like there's like certain things from your childhood that you think are cool. Like I always thought having a nice watch one day was like would be really cool. Like I that's a status symbol, oh, or like having you know having that having that comb in your back pocket. Now it would be a little silly for me to carry a comb in my back pocket now. Uh, <laughs> Dad didn't tell me I was gonna have a receding hairline when I was 23 years old, but it's a uh, hey, just play the hand you're dealt. Yeah. You know, you play the hand you're dealt. So, so man, I um, yeah, it's last time we were on the show, we hadn't used the product yet, so we were just uh, just meeting you and just talking about it. But I can definitely say now that I've used it, um, which I like having the second round of the show because it's like when we have a band on the first time yeah. that we haven't heard yet, then we get to actually hear them. And the next time they're on, I'm like, oh shit, I, now we can actually talk about your yeah. music. But yeah. uh, the the feel of the uh, the shave lotion that I use, man, it's a uh, it's got it's not. To, it's got enough oil in it to give you that like smooth feeling, but it's not overly oily where you feel like you're right. like you have to wipe your face off afterwards. Mm-hmm. It gives you like a nice shine, but not a not like a, a sweaty shine. It's like it's just the right amount, man. It's well, and the and the deal was with that was functionality again because it's almost scentless. So what we're trying to do is you know with the witch hazel cut down on the on the inflammation mm-hmm. that goes on post shave, the shaving bumps, the redness, the irritation. Witch hazel is a fantastic anti-inflammatory, so oh, that that's gonna that's gonna help you there. And enough yeah. almond oil to make it soothing as well, and to moisturize your face. Yeah. And and almond oil is also a cleanser as well. So and you're I taking out, of, you know, you're disinfecting at the same time. And, and I'll tell you uh, what, if there are, if there are guys out there that are maybe hesitant about using too many products in the in the mirror or something like that, but this is a product that will add to your masculinity not not deteriorate from it because you you generally it's not like you're using something that is a it's not like you're putting like makeup on your face or something like you're you feel good after you put it on and it like it helps you feel more yeah can i say something too sometimes even as a beard guy i wake up and i forget to fuck with my beard you know like if i'm running late in the morning sure and i I forget to put beard oil on or something but I notice when I do, it always makes such a difference. And I'm thinking every time I put put it on or brush it out, I'm like, why don't I do this more often? You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying. It's, well, that, that's and it's effect. one of those things you just got to put in the routine, but it can't yeah, it be too it. much of a hassle to where it's like a five- or ten-minute routine. Mm-hmm. So we're actually coming out with a video in the next few weeks that will be the two-minute beard hair routine. 
Uh, Can I ask so you what's the best way to, to beard your oil? I mean, beard your oil. Oil your beard. I've had a, just had a shot of whiskey. Uh, just right out of the shower when it's partially damp. So you want it to be partially damp? Yeah. Okay, yeah, see, that'll make it shower, much more pliable. Okay, when I got out of the shower today, I dried my beard vigorously because I'm thinking maybe I yeah. don't want water there. But Leave it just a little bit damp, Okay. and then uh, it'll adhere to the hair got a little you. bit better. Oh, okay, cool. And cool. then you can even blow dry that out, or if you just want to comb it out and then go. So yeah. it just depends on what your schedule looks like. Like you were saying, I mean, for me, I don't want it to be something that's a hassle. I want it to be five minutes or less, which is something that you can definitely do. I mean, post shower, rub it in, comb it out, and then boom, you're ready you to know, go. You know, it seems so. like with beard oil, maybe the metal comb is is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, my opinion, but yeah, are we don't like, also don't sleep. Uh, I want to talk about the videos, by the yeah. way, but yeah. don't sleep on the fact that the um, like the name in itself. I mean, we talked about this last time, like yep. the whole idea of it. You just mentioned the idea behind it, the, yep. and uh, you know, it, the mental. The, the mentality of um, just getting ready in the morning. Like, we all probably have some stress in our day. We have, we have uh, you know, work or whatever it is that you're doing, even if, even if it's play, even if you're going to, like, even if it's a weekend and you're going to play a game or something like that. Like, you wake up in the morning and you wash up, you feel better, right? Like, you feel good. Like, you, maybe right. you get a workout in the morning, you, you sweat some of that toxin out from last night before, you right. get in the shower, you wash <laughs> up, and then you feel, you, you vi- like, even the, the fat, like, even the, the, uh, the mentality behind getting cleaned up makes you feel better and ready to face the day and when you you know when you put that product of winners on you're like you're like fuck yeah man I well got and absolutely and that was you know that was i talked to you guys before on the first podcast about this something that we had with the marlins that we always used to say when you're getting ready to go out on the field you know it was in it's terrible english but it makes perfect sense is look good feel good play good you know it builds your confidence into the day so you're ready to dominate and, um, you know, you were asking, you know, kind of where we left off from the first podcast and um, going along with the brand and the name, one of our biggest customers right now is the Boston Red Sox. Nice. So world champions, you know, and that's yeah. what, you know, and I, and I have a blog post about this, but winners gravitate towards winners. You True. know, yeah. successful people want to be around successful people. So, um you know, I was fortunate enough to be around some of those guys, uh, you know, in the last couple years, but mainly, you know, before the last offseason and get get to talk to them, get to, you know, get to pick their brain a little yeah. bit firsthand. And uh, we had some guys that were real believers in the product. And uh, it's, you know, it's been it's it's been fun in that it's regard. It's cool that to see. you got to mingle with the Red Sox, man. Oh, absolutely. Dude, that's absolutely. awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, and, and that know, and that doubles up from you know what I do with Old Hickory. So, you know that's that's what I've done for you know over a decade now. Mm-hmm. So I have those relationships, and um, you know when you get on a level with guys where you can just you know speak to them yeah. freely, you know where it's you know, there's no you're not starstruck. You're just talking to guys like guys, yeah. you know, like we're talking on this well, podcast right uh, now. You mentioned uh, you know winners wanting to be around winners, but also uh, if the, if you're if you're a little like I've struggled with some stress and some, uh, and I've had I've had some pr- problems being positive as, in the last few months. But you get around people like yourself, who, like you just said before we just started the show, that you know you think positive things. You want always you don't want to talk bad about something. You'd rather talk about the good stuff, and that's not right. always easy to do. 
But when you hang out with other people, um, commiserating could be fine. Commiserating could get stuff off your chest. Mm -hmm. But sometimes commiserating just feeds into what the, uh, you know, the, the whatever it is that's bothering you, the negativity. You have to get out there and look at the positive things and, and uh, be around people. Sometimes, even when you're not feeling so positive, man, even when you feel like you're not a winner, hanging out with those people with the, you know, that... The, the, that you consider winners, that you consider your, you know, people doing positive stuff, will bring, will lift you out. Well, they, they, and that's, uh, you know, that's one thing that I always try to do is try to surround myself with positive people. Uh, I consider myself a positive person, and I want to be a boost to somebody else. And I try to surround my myself with people that I know are also going to be a boost. And it's funny, you know, from talking to you guys on the first podcast, and you guys were mentioning Ozzy, and then we go. You know, I go out to uh, Mayday Brewery, and to meet this guy, you immediately feel that positivity, like right out of the gate. Yeah. And yeah, you were telling me when you and I were sitting at the bar, you were like, "Man, Ozzy's one of those guys. It's, it's like when I met him, I feel like I know him ten years." Exactly. Yeah. You know? And those are the kind of guys that you want to surround yourself with, like-minded. Yeah. I mean, like-minded guys. I mean, he's got a business that he's trying to get out there in front of people and trying to expand the brand. We're trying to do the same thing. Yeah. But business or not, just guys that are positive and trying to move forward. Man, you know, it so. always makes me feel good just personally in my own little – it's a little win in my positivity category, especially when the, when the Share Your Buzz family uh, grows a little bit and we can get people – like one of my favorite things from growing up was that you know when you're like a kid and you have like your little cliques and like especially like a high school era like you're like well this you got like your school friends and maybe you got your neighborhood friends then you got friends you know from other places but they don't all kind of really know each other but then when, as you get older the cliques start, start coming together cliques, and yeah, everybody yeah, starts yeah, knowing each people. other yeah, yeah. and I love when we do a podcast because you know sometimes you just click with somebody you know Ozzy right. and, 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 and us clicked right off the bat the first time we met him you know Ryan and us clicked the first time we met him uh, so, and now that, you, you and know, I didn't click, by the way. It was just I hated you. For the minute, <laughs> <I admit. laughs> there was a spark. No. No, but, uh, Those blue eyes. Buddy. I like when the I like. <laughs> it makes me feel good when we get to uh, hook people up together, and then I see yeah, other people. That's a good when point. I get to see two of my friends that didn't know each other now doing stuff together, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude! My the, the the the, uh, the family has grown. Well, like, share your well, buzz is, is achieving its purpose, right? Yeah, it's to share. Yeah, buzz and yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Meet up, you know, that's the idea of, of this if show. We, if me and Chris, if something happened and we had to stop Chris doing the podcast tomorrow or if we never make it um, in the podcasting world, the I can look over the last three years and I honestly say that not only have we made some great friends, uh, not only have me and Chris become closer, but the friends... Yeah, a lot that, of free Mayday beer. You know, on all, you know, the, the Mayday beer <laughs> every welcome. Friday. I mean, that can never be a bad no. thing. <laughs> Which I will have you know, I have to smack the hands of people that come over during the week. I'm like, no, that's Fridays nope, only. Nope, yep, yep. Hey, hey, Guest hey. only, so, baby. Um, Except for me, every once in a while, I'll sneak one out. <laughs> so, I snuck one Sunday football. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, 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 the plus for me is the fact that we get to see other people that we know doing cool stuff together. And then that goes back to that positivity thing. That is, no matter how much negativity um, or down, or how down I might feel or how stressed out I might feel from my day job or whatever, when I get to every Friday, I look forward to doing this, especially on nights like tonight when I know we're hooking up with Ryan and then Ozzy's like, hey, I'm going to stop by. I'm like, yes, Absolutely. everybody come yeah, by. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing that I learned from playing ball was, you know, you're going to meet a lot of guys from a lot of different backgrounds and was to try to keep an open mind because you don't know who's going to be a good add to your group yeah 
you it's know a what I mean? personality thing, you know. Absolutely. Sure. And, and, and baseball, yeah. with you guys, and then you mentioned Ozzy, and it's like, yeah, let's meet, let's meet some more people and see what happens, you know, because you don't know. And, you know, not that everybody you meet is immediate ad, and some people aren't at all, yeah. and some people can be negative people. But keeping that open mind, it, it, it just it keeps you wide open to – new experiences and better experiences. So. Also, easier for me and Chris to do a podcast because, yeah. like, we did zero prep today. We were like, oh, we're hanging out with Ozzy and Ryan. We, we'll, we'll find something to talk yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hard thing will be shutting it down. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like I feel like Ozzy with his beautiful fucking hair and beard. I'm so just – I hope when I'm your age, even though you're not that old. That it's much a good combo. It's a good hair-beard like, combo. this motherfucker is a handsome Dan if I've ever seen one, you know. I mean, not the Ozzy, Ozzy does kind of look like a future Chris. So in some, like, well, thank you. I, the, I consider that yeah. a fucking honor. <laughs> <laughs> High five, buddy. Chris's beard is way better than mine. I don't know about that. And I'm sitting here next to Ryan, man. He this has an amazing beard. This guy's buff. Yeah. It's bulking season was, right now, gentlemen. He is buff as shit. You I'm know, not. I will say this about my friend here. Like, Chris has Chris's beard, when he lets it go, I've seen him let it go, and it, it has this thickness this fullness yeah, that I've, I've re- you rarely see. Like it's, rarely. It's, it's like, so it's thick. It's so <laughs> thick. And like, I've seen him get puff out, like the cheeks puff out to where it's like almost square. Yeah, like you know? I'll pick it out, like Afro pick it out, and it's like out here. <laughs> I don't doubt it, man. That is, yeah. I, I told you that while we were sitting yeah. at the bar before the podcast. It is a thick beard, brother. I need, like if you guys, I need, I've always wanted to grow it out long enough to enter a competition. And I'll, I'll never be one of those guys that does, like, the hairspray and they make their beard look crazy. I won't ever do that. But I would love to do a natural beard. Is there, like, a natural sort of no-trim kind of oh, category absolutely. for that? Dude, you know, know what you would look like if you if you curled your stash out? You would be Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius, yep. Because yep. yeah. <laughs> my beard grows out. It's like, pfft. Yeah, it's crazy, I like it. And then it's working down to the <laughs> chest bro. Down to the chest bro. Beard guy, man. Yeah. Somebody comes in last night a beard a bearded guy came in. I'm like, dude, that beard is so good. You yeah. gotta just just you 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 haven't taken care of it properly, have you? <laughs> but you could do so much with that. Ozzy? Ryan, should we join a beard club? There's clubs all over Nashville, man. You say I'm sure you've got some friends in the beard club industry. Yeah, yeah, we could fire we could fire one up. I know there's a uh, there's a local Nashville beard club that Bruising I've beard. spoken yeah, to a few times. Of our club. Those yeah. guys are awesome. Yeah, but me and Ryan, we got he came out to the brewery. We uh, I had this idea. I said, you know, I could I think I should. I could just try to do a be- winter's beard oil commercial. And this and is so on I the had cup, this right? idea. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and so I said, I just sure. messaged Ryan, hey, man, come out to the brewery. We can talk business. Didn't tell him what I was thinking or anything until he got there. He <laughs> brought a buddy with him, which was a super cool guy, and had a couple of beers. You, you, you shanghaied him into doing a commercial with you. Let me show you. Well, I'm, I'm doing a winter's beard oil commercial, <laughs> yeah. man. So it's, you know, I it had, should be hip. I had no idea, but again. Suck. Keeping that open-mindedness, I was like, yeah, man, let's go with it. Let's yeah. go with it right now. And so we, we did this thing real fast, and uh, you don't have to post it. I don't care. It, you know, it was good practice for me just to uh, just to do a little endorsement thing. And, and I want to do a, little, a few more of that, that and, kind of thing. And, you know, uh, I can say uh, say what you want about how hard it is to, like, have your own business and a brewery and all that. 
but you have fans, man, that come out to the brewery that love you. And when you post something, you have a following that people react to. So, like, even when I just hashtag Mayday in one of my posts, I get so many more uh, views and likes and everything from, uh, like, uh, people people that like Mayday really like Mayday. Like, well, they're, they're It's a Murfreesboro lifers. cultural fucking hotspot. I mean, yeah. it is... I mean, I gotta say that's one thing you you guys have done wonders for Murfreesboro, in my opinion, because before you guys really started brewing beers like that, there wasn't a scene like that in Murfreesboro. I think that that to me, every time I go there, I always notice people always coming in. Everyone knows Ozzy by name, obviously he's Ozzy, but it's like you could tell it's regulars. People bring their kids there, man. I mean, it's all, it's a great little environment. I appreciate that. I work very hard at it, and I do appreciate it very much. Mayday Brewery, 521 Old Salem Road. (laughs) 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 If your favorite bar doesn't have it, ask them. Ask them. Also, why don't you have Mayday? Because you should. And, hey, if you're one of those bars out there, like, hey, I'm talking to you, uh, ML Rose. Uh, If you're one of those bars that only carries the blonde, Dude, there's so many more options hey, out there to get to. M.O. Rose needs to open that up. Yeah. They yeah, need to open that up. Keep carrying the blonde, but get some of that redhead in there. Yep. Get some of get some of those special batches. I, I bet there's so many people out there that don't live in the borough that don't that maybe don't know you do so much more stuff. So, like, a lot of these bars around here in Nashville will only carry the blondes. But, man, get, get some of that. It's crazy not yeah. to have the IPAs out there. Do it's, it. It's, you know, as popular as the IPAs are around in bars – it's crazy not to have Mayday IPAs out there. And, and it's the people that sell the beer. It's People ask me all the time, hey, why is your beer not in such and such a place? Because they haven't bought my beer? <laughs> because no. the business owner there or the, the bar manager is the person that decides. And, and you know, we have a small uh, sales staff, so we can't get everywhere. We we definitely try and, and get out Nashville, and love You definitely see Mayday in some, some places, though, that you wouldn't, like, there's like this. There's this random. I went to this random sushi bar one night, and I look behind the bar, and there's the blonde on tap, and I'm like, <laughs> "Hell it. yeah, dude! <laughs> like, that's my boy." Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they keep that going too. I don't mind. In uh, fact, uh, you know, we're, our gracious hosts, uh, Priming's Cigar Lounge here, usually carries the Mayday on tap. I think we're they're out because I drank it all. But <laughs> hey, barely. Hey, we're drinking man. some. I'm drinking some milk stout. So as like as your business grows, I'm curious. You know, Nashville's growing and it's blowing up, mm-hmm. and there's all these boutique barber shops, all mm-hmm. these places mm-hmm. to get a good beer trim coming around. How's it like? How's it work? How's it work trying to get in there and like spread the word that way? Well, it's just a hustle, you know. Yeah. And just like Ozzy was saying, I mean, the real thing that sells your product to a barbershop owner mm-hmm. or to a boutique is someone coming in there and raving about it and asking for it. Okay. So, like you were saying, Tony, about Ozzy having fans, you know, you've got real fans. Like, when those guys go to different bars and say, hey, man, I drink Mayday beers, like, where are they? Yeah. Or or it's like, if you see it, it's like, I'm definitely having that one. It's yeah. Mayday. I already know what I'm getting. You know, so it's it's talking, it's, it's having those people going out there as foot soldiers because you just don't have the sales staff that's going to go out there and cover that much ground. So, yeah. yeah. And know. I think there's a there's been a with the influx of variety, which we all uh, assume is a good thing in life, I suppose. But we sometimes lose the uh, the bit of brand loyalty that we used to have for things. And uh, you know, maybe rightfully so. When brand, you know, we come, me, I'm a Cri- Dan, we're, man. We're all 
Yeah, but, 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 I mean, I, I was, um, you know, I was born in 1980. I'm sure Chris was not too far after me. So like we, we we grew up in like the 80s and 90s. So we had like we we got scorned by corporate America, and and things getting too big and taking advantage of us. We all remember uh, Crystal Pepsi. But oh my god! <laughs> but Whoops. now now yeah. that things have become <laughs> now that things have become more locally um, uh, driven. I think brand loyalty needs to make a comeback because, like you said, when I walk into a bar that's got a million options and I don't know what the hell shit is, um, like I know that oh, um, if I'm going out, you know, if, if I'm randomly hanging out with some people and I just want a beer and I see Mayday behind there, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a Mayday, you know. Right. Or, or if I if I have a product like um, like Winners that I know is gonna stay st- that I know does me good, I'm gonna keep that stocked up, you know. I just, I right. ran out I ran out last week and I, I got online. I ordered another. Oh, by the way. I ordered, uh, I placed an order last week, and literally five minutes after I placed the order, I get a, a message from Ryan. Hey, thanks, man. I'll see you next week. Like, that shit yeah. goes right to you, huh? Like, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And that's, and I was telling Chris this earlier is, you know, we don't have a large customer base, but we have a customer base that we interact with regularly. And, you know, I want to treat people as family. So if you order if you order from winners, there's a very solid chance that you're going to get a video message from me the next day. <laughs> like I'm going to carve out five minutes, and I'm going to email you a message that says your name. Thank you for ordering from us. We do appreciate your business because I think that gets overlooked a lot yeah. of times in business was- where people are trying to grow so fast. I don't want all the customers. I want people that are like-minded. You know, you don't need all the customers. You need you need to carve out your customers, yeah. you know, well, and your kind of people. The first time I order, ordered Winner's Beard Oil, I don't get just the oil. I get an oil and a comb and a koozie and a sticker, and I'm like, good God, man, I didn't order all this, but it's really <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, well, that's the thing is we want, you know, we when you order from us, we want to – I didn't there's know that a, was a special a, for me or what. There's usually a good reason why you order from us. You know, you heard from one of our guys or, or you heard, you know, or you saw a, you know, a video that we did. And it's, you know, we I try to make it where it's very cut and dry who our customer base is and who wants to be part of our brand and part of our family. And then those people that decide to do that, we're going to do everything we possibly can to take care of them it's like you said earlier about winners wanting to hang out with winners and we had this discussion um speaking of being at a cigar bar we had this something that um our buddy or uh, actually all of us here have a mutual friend darren who uh from principal cigars uh smoking a delicious principal right now yeah man but um, fantastic cigars yeah. oh yeah he told us when we first time we interviewed him when we first met he's like man is Cigar smokers are a self-selecting crowd. They want to hang out with people like-minded like themselves. And when you come to Cigar Bar, like most of the time, the whatever your outs- outdoor prejudices are, they leave and you're just trying to have fun with other dudes and hang out and right. have a good time. And the same kind of thing for a product like yourself. Like like you said, you want to hang out with uh, people who use your product. You know, not because of the experience that you give them, they're going to be a self-selecting group. They're going to come back to you. Right. And those people that order order your product and use your product, probably if they met out somewhere, would be friends, would hang out because yeah. they're, they're like-minded in that. Absolutely. You know, the, uh, Absolutely. The, and the that's, brand that you've built. For you. And that's like I was saying, you know, it's a, it's a mentality. 
you know, and it all, you know, you don't have anything unless you have a quality product first. So don't, I don't want to take away from that. That's sure. where it all starts. But once you have that in place and the wheels get turning, then it's about a mentality of getting a group of people that are like-minded and are trying to go to the same place. I know? actually learned that the first time from, from Ozzy because the first time that um, the first time that we hung out with Ozzy, I think we met at uh, 1016 Brewery, right? Yeah, we hung yeah I remember and that. Because Ozzy wanted to meet us before we did the podcast with him. And I was like, this motherfucker, what is he like? Is, and, but... Like, what, he doesn't trust us? No, but, he just wanted to go over some yeah, points. He, want, he, I want, he, he wanted to like, hang out and meet us. Nervous. And yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the things that Ozzy told us right off the bat was, um, he's like, look, man, yeah, you know, I was telling him how great his beer was, and he's like, look, everybody, uh, a lot of people make great beer, but Mayday offers an experience. When you come out to the brewery, we, we want you to be part of the experience. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, yeah, that, that, that statement got me thinking about our podcast in that way. Like, first, of course, you got to have a great product. But once you have a good product, you're competing with a bunch of other people that have good products. You got to stand out. You got. Yeah, you have to. Uh, that's that's. You can make the greatest whatever it is you're making, ever. But somehow you have to build relationships with people, or they have to build a relationship with that brand. That's why Budweiser sells a lot of beer. People have relationships with that beer, that with that brand. Right. And they built that over the course of time and advertising and. And spending a lot of money, and 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 that's how they've done it. People have a relationship with the brand. We have to do the same thing. We have to to introduce people to the brand and, and help build that relationship with the brand. Yeah, absolutely. So, Chris, we did 45 minutes, man. I think we all need some re-ups on our drinks. Do you guys yeah, want to take, take a short little break? Yeah, we'll take a little, 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 little intermission. A little drinky drink. Yeah, I think cool. I'm going to run to the brewery, so I'm not going to be on the second half. Well, thanks oh, for hanging guys, with us, bro. So. Yeah. Damn good to see you again, Ozzy. You guys heard any last little plug, Ozzy? What you got coming up next? What you got coming up next, brother? And made oh, it. Next, we have uh, we've got the we've got the the Valentine's thing, as I mentioned earlier. The next thing that I have on the on the schedule that's going to be really cool is uh, uh, the weekend of February fifteenth and sixteenth. We got Cosmic Collective playing on the sixteenth. Oh yeah, of, yeah. Uh, 16th of February, they're a jazz band. They're locally in Murfreesboro. They've got a great lead singer. She is so good, Nikki. Yeah, and yeah. And then they have, uh, you know, they've got a, a host of players, front keyboards, uh, keyboards, saxophone. They just do a really great jazz jazz show. And then we'll have, on the 15th, we'll have karaoke back at the brewery. So oh, nice. th- that weekend is going to be really fun. Speaking of, some jury out there and see that. Speaking of great lead singers yeah. uh, that are female, that I, I believe that same week or the week after, that is. Faith, Faith will be out there. Yeah. Faith it Kelly will be out there with her, with nice. her, the with her band doing some, uh, doing some blues rock. <laughs> yeah. so, Absolutely. Uh, and I can't wait to, uh, can't wait to get to that show either. That's going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to uh, to that show because Ozzy, you know, we we just talked about his uh, his fan his following and his ability to, to plug himself and promote himself. And Faith is also really good at that. She has a she's she's great on the social medias. She does like all her own promotion. So I think this is going to be a big show. I want you guys to come out for that. Check the website madeabrewery.com for the date. I don't have yeah, it right. It's twenty third. Tw- the twenty third. February twenty third, seven to nine. Yeah. Faith and Faith and company will be out there, and she will not disappoint. Cool. Yeah. So Fat uh, Tuesday coming up too. What's that? Fat Tuesday party. Yeah, I'm we looking do forward have to that. Fat Tuesday party. Looking forward to that. And we'll have some. Uh, we'll have some Jackson Harrison sprinkled in there yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, Always, he's hanging out and having a good time. I'll just time bring the drum kit. Just hook up with Jackson. We'll just play some. 
So Man, I tell you, that that kid on the piano is a uh, like. I grew up listening to Billy Joel, so when yeah, he busts yeah. out the Billy Joel, I'm like, fucking yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll be right back with Ryan Bear from Winter's Beer Company, and we'll see you guys in a second. Peace. <laughs> right. That sounds like the better plan. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Um, Might even hit up some old Bar Sovereign after this. We were That's uh, a good spot too. We were in the middle of a discussion. And we decided it was time to get the podcast back on because we started talking about the, the videos, man, and this video campaign that you got going on, you know, yep. the, uh, which I, I love. I think it's awesome. And by the way, uh, today I had a particularly tough day. And I'm usually, usually I, uh, when I see like those cheesy, uplifting kind of things, I'm like, you know, I, I kind of just like keep on scrolling. But today I had a particularly bad day, and you posted something I saw on Instagram that was like, "Winners, uh, it's not a, something about it's not about how many times you fall, it's about how many you get up or something like that." Yeah, it's, it, no, I mean, and it was winners don't win because they don't get knocked down. Winners win because they always get back up. That's perfect. I do. Yeah. I tell you what, that I saw that at a particularly poignant time in my day today when I was having a particularly rough day, and I was like. You know what? I'm gonna have a podcast. It's gonna be all right. I got, I got a, I got my girl. I got my friends, and I'm, I'm about to go do a podcast with my best friend and a, and, and a new friend. And it's like, and it's, it's. You it's, couldn't have asked for a better guest, honestly, Tony. Well, right? This, this is like for this. Yeah. this is, it, I feel like, like the it was, right dude to it talk like, to tonight. It was, it was a, se- it was serendipity that I, on one of the worst days I've had lately, we have Ryan on, who's like super fucking. Well, just the fact that you said that is uplifting to me makes me think we're doing this right we're doing this right you know what I mean you had a bad day and that's what I mean coming up through minor league baseball all you did was get knocked down yeah, yeah. all you did was get beat down or and coached down you know yeah like. and and it's just a matter of just I mean at some point it becomes a war of attrition is just I'm not going away I'm just going to outlast everyone else if I'm not better than you right out of the gate Five years, ten years, twenty years from now, I'll still be here. Are you going to be here? Yeah. And it's and and that's the thing is because a lot of things that I've learned has been through trial and error. Yeah. So well, it hasn't been because I was the smartest or, you know, had the most talent. It's a, just a matter of just I'm just going to be here and I'm going to keep grinding every yeah. day. Yeah. So we were talking about like social media and some of the stuff. We've been talking about this all night, actually. It seems to be a theme of tonight, social media stuff. Yep. So, um, and we're talking about your promo videos you've been doing. Uh, and just before we jumped on, we were talking about the occasional haters. Mm-hmm. So someone who is a, uh, who's a, someone who has the, uh, the work ethic and the belief, the positive beliefs that you have, man, how is, how do you deal with the haters? Because you're gonna, no matter what, no matter what you're doing, you can have the most positive, like uplifting thing in the world. No matter what like you all do your, in life, there's always a like hater. all you're doing is trying to like promote your product and have like and have like like and make other people like make other people winners. Like it's a it's a it's you're not saying I'm a winner and you're not. You're saying we can all we're all winners. Right. We're winners. saying yeah. come join us. Yeah. Is yeah. what we're saying. And sure. and to your point, you are you're always going to have haters because. You just have people out there that are negative sometimes. And when that particular situation comes about, I try to explain to them. You know, my original idea is when somebody comes in on a social post as a hater, I just want to ignore it, right? People tell you just ignore it. But you know what? I'm not going to ignore that. Like I was telling you guys just a minute ago, and 
Yeah, I don't. This is definitely not, you know, politically correct, but it's fuck you season. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. if you come in as a hater, we're gonna tell you like, you can go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we're gonna tell you why we believe what we believe, and then we're gonna tell you you can go somewhere else. You know it what? goes back to the. That reminds me of my dad a little bit. I'm sorry, I cut no. you off, man. No, my dad was like. Here's the deal. My dad never once ever had to administer corporal punishment on me. He never once had to put his hands on me because my dad would break you down verbally, mentally, and he would tell you why you fucked up. He would scold you, but he would tell you why he scolded you. He wouldn't just lay on you just because he had a bad day or, or that bullshit. My dad would tell you how you fucked up and why I'm pissed off. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. I, I, just saying. Well, Sorry, it goes, back to, it goes back to the self-selecting that we talked about earlier. That that person who who hated on one of your videos self selected themselves out of that group. Like they they apparently were not they were not in on it. They were not, they did not get what you were trying to do. Right. They, well, and the, and they actually attacked the brand a little bit. And we were talking about this where they said, "Oh, well, you're positioning yourself as just a winner," and, it, and they compared us to Wheaties. It's like break, you're, It's almost like breakfast of champions. And I was like, if you're doing that, that is awesome. If you're saying that's what we're doing, that's exactly what we're doing. And that is outstanding because all Wheaties had was gold medalists. You know, and and our best customer, like I was saying, is the world champion Boston Red Sox. So we are aligning ourselves with that. I'm not going to tell you everybody that uses our brand is nothing but gold medalists because that would not be true. But it's a mentality, like we talked about earlier, and the fact that he was trying to tear us down, I explained to him what we were doing, and he said, why don't you, why don't you say what's different about your brand, what's better about your brand? And, it's, and that's how you knew it was just a hater, because yeah. if you look at any of our other posts that are informational about our products and why they are different and why they are better, you would already know that. Yeah. But he came in as, a, as a, distinctly as a hater, and I explained to him why our products are not for him and he can move on and purchase his products elsewhere and yeah. everybody will be better for it. But the best part is, and this is the most gratifying thing, is when your other fans of your brand, your other, your family, your team comes in on your behalf and they just shredded this guy. Nice. <laughs> I love it, dude. Yeah, like I had guys coming best. in, and like this guy was this guy was re, had a rebuttal for everything, and I had two, three, four different guys come in and just shred this guy. And you're just watching the feed like that. Yeah, right, and and it and he eventually got shut down. Yeah, where it was like he didn't even have anything else to say, yeah. and it wasn't even like I went ahead and stepped out as yeah. a company and said, yeah. You know what? I think the brand speaks for itself. Indeed. These are my guys. It did. I, and I just told him, I said, we have a real brand, and we're doing something here. Yeah. And then I stepped out, and they came in and just shredded this guy yeah. to nothing. And that's where it tells you, like, I think the world and karma will just tell you the negativity just doesn't have a place here. Yeah, at least at least with what we're doing. Yeah. You know, there there are negative people out there, but – we're trying to move forward, and we're trying to go in a positive direction. Indeed, Indeed. and I think that's a good segue because speaking of um, positivity, like we, we, we spent too much time on the haters. Let's actually get back to what we were talking about, man. Yeah. Your video campaign as of late is, 
I think is fucking aw- <laughs> is awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Because you went the, uh, you know, you you did that that marketing thing where you 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 throw it in there, you do a little reverse psychology, you throw it in their yep. faces. You do the uh, the why the winners is not for you. Yeah. You know the vibe I got when I watched the video. It's almost like a presidential address. It's like you're almost like saying, "Hey guys, listen, I'm addressing." The, you know, yeah. Yo, like, absolutely. It was and, cool, man. Like it's and, a cool video. And the thing is, is like, and I like to mix in some comedy. You know, yeah, I've done a, a Wolf yeah, of yeah, Wall yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, little rendition before, yeah, which we I just had a ton of fun with because it was just, I mean, that whole setup in general is just fun. But in this particular situation, it's a five-part series of why our products are not for you and distinctly telling people if these are your traits, our products aren't for you. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and, you know, it is ser- it's, it's a lot more serious than I like to be sometimes, sure. but it's straight to the point and it, and it, and it proves a point. Dude, it tells I, you exactly well, what is, we're about and exactly what, if you're not on board with, that don't even look at it. <laughs> you look so fucking serious what you're doing, too. I fucking love it. The you're like, you're looking is, right at the camera, just like serious some, as shit. There is some comedy to it, and it totally went over that hater's head, though. He doesn't get it. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's like... It, <laughs> I like because I like the comedy t- <laughs> behind because like, I mean comedy is really making fun of ourselves, right? So I like the fact that you're, you're you know, you point out the things that might uh, that might not be a winner's trait. And uh, I'll well, do absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you're always looking for new angles to reach people. You know, something that will resonate with people. You know, and I think that, and I'm gonna sound, you know, I'm gonna sound like somebody's grandpa or I'm gonna sound like my old man when I tell you everybody's gone soft but like in a day where everything has to be politically correct and you have to do everything just right people are fucking like, soft now I'm sorry can we yeah, throw that out there yeah, including, 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 including Chris and I well our bellies right, my belly for sure I blame that mostly on the millennials which I'm technically one year in but still though there's some softies out there there's some but I, I think there's a I think there's a niche that you can actually reach that is about the old-fashioned way of doing things that is about doing it right and uh you know and i don't know if you saw this post but i paraphrased it from uh julian van winkle senior the original pappy van winkle yeah yeah. and his quote was um it was about making you know making good bourbon and it was um we make fine bourbon at a profit if we can, at a loss if we must, but always find bourbon. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And he was not going to compromise his standards. Yeah. And that's, you know, we've taken that to heart, and that's the old-fashioned way of doing things. Yeah. You know, like, and that's what, with this campaign, why winners is not for you. I'm literally telling people why you should not buy our products. If you fall into this category, don't buy from us. And my whole goal was... At the end of this year, I might run us directly out of business, or at the end of the year, we're going to have a group of people that are just savages yeah. that are with well, us. I will tell you from uh, experience that podcasters can use winners. <laughs> For sure. And can I say this too? You know what that yeah. reminds me of, Barrett? It's almost like. Um, I also I like I, the fact that you've, you've you've gone to calling him by his last name. I like that. Why well, does like Bear? It's such a great fucking name. I mean, he reminds that's me. What, of that's what everybody bear calls there. me anyway. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, what it reminds me because I when I come at you know when I think of of, of 
a product. You know, I always come from a musical standpoint. And I think of these these hardened sort of um, cult classic or cult sort of bands in a way that they're not selling millions of records, but what they are do what they are is they're selling hundreds of thousands of records to very loyal listeners who are, are, are dedicated and will buy and will come see you play year after year. You know what I'm saying? Year after year, 100%. they come see you. You haven't had a hit in ten years, but why? But they still come see you. They still come see you play because they know the quality's there. Because you, as a band, did not sacrifice your quality or your brand per se, and, and that's why you have that loyal following. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And there's very successful um, musicians that didn't get outside of the state of Texas. Yeah. That are that have raging fans. Yeah. In Texas, that. Somebody will name drop in Nashville, and it's like, who are you even talking about? I think everybody in Texas is raging. Which, now, <laughs> and Texas is a huge state, so maybe this is a bad a example. Country. But, yeah, but, but I'm just saying, like, for the rest of the country, these people, you don't even know their name. But if you go inside their little, if you go inside their little compartment, yeah. People will punch you in the mouth if you say something bad about them, and that's I mean, yeah. the on, people God, like, that you want behind of, you. Most yeah. of our listeners are Nashville, uh, you, so you guys know. Like, uh, we live in Nashville. We live in Music City. Like, how many local artists do you know that you're a part of that scene? That I mean, if, if they went to some other city, that they might not pull a following. But we, but you see them you, if, if they were playing in town. If they're playing down on Third Lindsay or, or uh, you know some some random bar downtown, you're gonna go see them because they are a hometown band and have a following. And, right, and that can that can explode into something big. You you could become a Dylan or a Buff or Jimmy Buffett or or the Beatles or, so, or somebody that has a loyal following, or you can just be a local um, singer in Nashville and make a living doing it and be perfectly happy. Well, to me, I think that's how you build your brand originally, and that's how you dig in, you know. And then that can expand to people in other geographic locations, but also have the same ideas, the same you know, you're like minded. And then they become part of your brand. They well, they they come on board with you. That is a yeah. macrocosm of what we were talking about earlier about how with the podcast we how you and Ozzy like how we like seeing our friends like hook up. Well, it's a to take it to a bigger scale. You like if your product is become like a lifestyle brand. You see other cities people people like minded people in other places are going to start enjoying your product and liking your stuff. And that's how that's how things grow. That's how things. Well, and that, and that's what not to bring this back up, but when we had that you know that negative comment on on our post, it was, hey, we're building something here, man. Yeah. And he was and he, and he broke it all down to just the product. I was like, it's actually not about beard oil at all. Mm-hmm. That was my response. Yeah. It's not about beard oil at all. And when you realize that, then, you know, again, not to harp on this, but it it is the basis of any business i feel is a quality quality product but outside of that well then he obviously wasn't familiar with the product or otherwise he would have no argument because you said his argument was all about the product he obviously was not familiar familiar right. with it no not yeah not at the, all there's no questioning the quality of the product it's like i said you earlier when I, when I when i reordered it's and ryan right. hit me up and you know thanked me for my order like you the fact that um not it wasn't. I genuinely got the feeling that it wasn't just because we had a podcast with him this week. He would have done that for anybody. Yeah. And like like you said, you send personal messages to everybody. Well, just like Ozzy was saying earlier, when I sent him all that stuff, yeah, 
when he ordered it, I put the care package together. He ordered beard oil. He got a comb, a koozie, a sticker, boom, boom, boom. And he was, I knew it was a local address. Yeah. I didn't realize who he was until package was already sent out. Yeah. And then it's like, oh man, this is, this is one of my guy's buddies right here, you know? Yeah. But, also, but then I don't have to backtrack and try to take care of him because I already took care of him. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And it's, yeah. it's uh, not only is it a testament to you and the way you do business, but they, uh, the fact that we're hanging out on the podcast and stuff, then uh, it's not, we, we have lots of guests. That, like, like you said earlier, um, not, nobody is a bad we – have, we haven't had a bad guest. But some people you gel with right away, and some people, you know, you, you are fine, and you just you, you don't click or whatever. But I feel like we would hang out with uh, Bear, as Chris calls him. We, uh, yeah. I, I, I feel like I we would hang my out. Name with Bear. I'm sorry. I, love I feel it. like we would. I know, right? It's a good name. <laughs> I feel like we would hang out with Bear whether or not we were doing a podcast or not. Like we would just hang out anyway. Well, and that so, goes back to being like-minded people. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you said, you have bad days. You have negative thoughts that creep in. But overall. You keep that positive mentality and you keep moving forward. And that's when, when you get with those kind of people, it's a positive energy and you feel it. Yeah. You know, you feel it right out of the gate. Like I said about Ozzy, you feel that right out of the gate. Yeah. And that, to me, is when people gel. When you feel that energy, because we all come from different backgrounds. It's not like we have the same background and that's what, that's what we're gelling about, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, I mean if you were going to go into like a metaphysical or like a psychological thing, like, that's exactly what you said. Like me and Chris, are like Chris is my best friend, and we uh, we didn't even grow up in the same city. Like I moved here by myself from Florida, and I got my friends back home. Like uh, no no offense to my friends back home. Those are, those are my brothers. What's and, up, Orlando? But, yeah, but like I I got to gel with Chris, and we became close because we were like minded people. We don't agree on everything. We've had a couple of fights even, but we. But we are. Uh, That's how you know it's best yeah, friends. Yeah, right? you, you 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 click with somebody that you just kind of like. Okay, this is this is. No matter what happens from this moment on, I know that me and Chris are going to be friends forever because we we ha- we think the same way. Right. And we have that link. And sometimes you just know that with people that you get you meet up with. And we uh we have uh a lot of the people that we associate with now. I think that comes with experience and age. And you uh like I, I'm not going to not associate with somebody because just because I don't agree with them or whatever, but we, you, you do gravitate towards people that are like-minded. And right. we, you know, me, Chris, Ryan, Ozzy, Darren, uh, uh, Jason from, uh, from Question Tequila, like these are all guys that I've met in the last year that, well, besides Chris, these are all guys that I met in the last year or so that now have become friends of mine because we gel all together. Now, are we going to agree on everything? Are we going to do want to do the same things all the time? No, we're not. But, but you have that... That like-mindedness, and that's and that's what I talked about earlier about keeping that open mind, you know, because you all do to come from different backgrounds. Yeah. So, open mind and respect. It's all about respect. Exactly. Like, you know, when you meet someone, you give them that instant respect. It automatically opens up the door for that. And I say, I say this: respect too. everyone until they show you they don't mm-hmm. deserve it. Yeah, that's it. You know, that's now, what Jesus would do. <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, we've talked a lot about uh. You know about our friendship and about Ozzy and about Winners Beer Co. and Mayday Beer, but let's—I know uh, Ryan has a hard out here in a few minutes, so let's let's talk about the most important thing here. Let's let's talk about the fact of uh, and how much better shape 
he is than us, Chris. <laughs> 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 this is a, He's a student of the gym. He you likes know, to I, I saw a video I I this past summer of Ryan on my Instagram jumping rope, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start jumping rope. And I, got, I bought a jump rope, a good one, and I tried to get into it. And I apparently don't have the coordination <laughs> to jump rope, I found out, because, uh, like, I just, I, I couldn't, I, I, I would go for, like, maybe a minute at a time, and then, it, uh, sure enough, I would, like, catch my feet or hit my head yeah. or, or something, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Well, then this is the thing, and I learned this from a, uh, a Dos Equis campaign, believe it or not, is find out what you don't do well and then don't do that thing right <laughs> but th- but i'm the same way it's Why like we do a good podcast <laughs> no no there's things that i don't do well and it's like you know and i don't know if you guys follow any of the other guys like you know gary vaynerchuk gary v and it was like a super inspirational business guy but it's find out do what you do well and then triple down on it yeah. Yeah. you know so i mean that goes to going to the gym or or you know business or life in general you know and and it's not saying don't try to make yourself well-rounded and i'm not saying desert the things that you don't do well at all but i'm saying there you know everybody has their own gifts you know on what you can do well and find out what that is you know for me i knew early on in sports anything that i could not grab a ball and possess it I was terrible at it. So soccer, volleyball, like anything that you had to bat or kick, like mm-hmm. a baseball, if I could catch it and then redirect it to throw it, okay. Basketball, catch it and then shoot it, okay. Sure. Yeah, soccer, volleyball, badminton, all those terrible. Tennis, terrible. I'm a soccer guy. Yeah. I'm, good with the, I'm good with the feet. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you just realize, like, I'm – I, I know, like, I'm not good at these. That's a pretty good quarterback, too, though. That's but funny because me and Chris were just talking on the lift ride here about skateboarding and how Chris was a skateboarder, and I tried to get into it when I was younger, but I didn't have well, – I, I, I never caught on to telling it. Tony, I tried. I really wanted to be a great skater, but as far as I got was a kickflip, and I could <laughs> I, I could, I could take the pipe. I could go in there. That sounds so But I, I knew scary. right away the minute I got on a board, I was like, yeah, this is not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the Oh, I, I had that Powell Peralta. I had that Mike McGill board back in the day. I had a Caballero. I tried to get into that, and I was not good at that yeah. either. And that's when I, you know, took just, the direction towards baseball because I now, just wasn't I a good skater. I busted my ass too many times. I was like, yeah, I'm done. We'd like to make fun of ourselves on the podcast a little bit, but I do actually put a great deal of effort into fitness. Like, Chris knows I'm pretty stark about my diet. And yeah. Tony knows I'm not. But I need to be. So, uh, but I'm not really. I was never one into like um, getting bulked up. Like I right. find that at my height, being a shorter guy, if you get too bulky, it looks weird. So I, 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 I tried to. Uh, I don't want to look six like six two bear. Yeah, about six two. Yeah. So I didn't want to look like a gnome. Good friend. So I just. Uh, but I, so I, 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 but I do pay attention to that kind of stuff. I think it's important to be well rounded and, uh, you know. I, I might not be a gym rat, but I do pay attention to what you I do, look like. That's and good. That's yeah. one thing that I, I really need to focus on, man. I slack on that, but uh, I want to be a winner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to be a winner. What I try to do is personal challenges or experiments. Yeah. You know, so I'll go through times where I just want to test myself, where I want to lean down. I'm gonna get super lean. I was say, you're saying this is bulking season. This, this is bulking season. Bulk Look, and right, you lean up before. Well, and not summer. always, not always. So this is the first time in a long time that I've said, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do a bulking season. Yeah. And it doesn't mean like 
you know, your diet goes from eating clean to just garbage. But I would I would mix in some things that I typically don't. Okay. Just to bulk, just to see, just to test. Are you a, uh, a shake protein kind of a guy? Do you do those? Oh, yeah. No, all the supplements all the time. Those all the okay. supplements all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, creatine, BCAAs, protein. There's a reason why he looks like that and we look like us. <laughs> well, I just wondered because well, you could probably couldn't achieve that with just – well, this is, and and it was not, all well, and I learned it all from playing ball. Where too, I like, mean, your 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 physical health, your build, your physical ability was your livelihood. Yeah. So that's that's what's ingrained in me, you and know. We, so it just continues on. Yeah. Again, I, we make we make jokes, or you know, I, I like to make fun of myself, but I think it's really, if you're talking seriously, I think it's all about how you feel on the inside and looking on the outside, how you feel on the inside. Like I, I, uh, for me, especially being a a guy, you know, a little shorter, whatever. It's it has to do with. I've always liked my clothes to fit right. I always had trouble finding clothes that fit. That I find that, you know, people think uh, the the biggest thing that I get that people will uh, assume is like when you, when you're a shorter guy, they're like, oh, why don't you just buy kids clothes? And uh, believe me, I've I've tried. But ki- but <laughs> kids clothes like like a child like uh, boys clothes. It's not just. Um, a, a, a scale down smaller clothes. They're actually cut different. Like, right. like they're made for like right. a thinner body. And so I have, I, I might be shorter, but I have a full grown man's like shoulder length and stuff. So like it's, if I was to buy a, like, le, like uh, I usually buy extra small because the shoulders fit. But if I was to buy like a medium or a small, maybe, uh, maybe the torso might fit a little better, but then the shoulders look like I'm wearing my dad's clothes because they're all belted. Right. So in, in order for my clothes to fit, I have to stay trim so that I can. It looks right on me. Right. And well, I mean, for me, and I don't want to get too caught up in the superficial part of things sure. of the appearance, the aesthetics, and how everything looks. But at the same time, it's more of a personal thing of, like I said earlier, look good, feel good, play good. If you, you know, if you're doing the the right measures to make sure that you look good, then you're gonna feel you're gonna feel good about yourself. You feel good about yourself, and then when you go into your next business meeting, you perform well. Yeah, you walk in there with confidence and you dominate. Where, you know, if I've fallen off and haven't done my normal routine at the gym and my diet's gone to shit, then I don't feel good. You know, and then it's like, well, I don't look good. Now I don't feel good. And then I go into that next meeting and I'm blah, 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 you know, and it's just it's one thing that leads into another, you know, and it's one discipline that leads to another discipline that leads to success in my mind. Yeah. You know, it's it's small little stepping stones that you do this right. You do this right. You feel good about it. And then, boom, that leads to confidence, because, again, playing ball, everything that I did was based on a routine. I took the time to set out a routine, and I stuck to that routine. And when I did that routine, I felt right. Yeah. And that gave me the confidence that I knew I was going to perform. Yeah. And if I, and in my mind, I knew I was going to perform, and a lot of times I didn't, right? That's why I didn't have an extended career in the big leagues. Yeah. But I'm just saying, in my mind, when I walked out there, I was completely prepared. Yeah. That gave me the confidence to perform. And if you don't put yourself in that situation – right out of the gate you're already at you know you're already at you're already coming at it at a disadvantage where you're already in a bad spot to start which yeah. is not where you want to be no i i, I feel you all the way so, well I, feel you. I know uh 
But I think I think it's a good spot to uh, a good positive spot to uh, wrap it up. I know uh, Ryan's got to head out. So, yeah, yeah. Um, man, thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate always, you guys good, having me. This, this is always a blast. Always a blast. Yeah. I, I hope you have me back on again. You sure, guys are love to have you. Yeah, yeah. And like like I always tell yeah, you know our our guys and you know everybody that's associated with winners. Uh, do it right, man. And you guys are doing it right. Thanks, man. Well, likewise, likewise. And testament to you guys for what you guys are doing, and you're grinding along. You know, so, you uh, said you're three years in, and you yeah. keep grinding. You keep yeah. grinding. So tell everybody real quick yeah. where they can find Just you and, uh, and your products. Here. Yep, it's uh, winnersbeardoil.com, and uh, full-blown website. All the goods are on there, but you can find us on social media at winnersbeardoil. Uh, on Instagram and Winners Beard Co. on Facebook. So check got a new video. got a Follow new video. Hey, tomorrow tomorrow morning. So we're on part two of the five part series. We had an nice. introduction to start. Part one already dropped. We got part two going down tomorrow morning. It'll be every Saturday morning until we got until we get through five. And then we've got a five A little extended version, mm-hmm. and then we've got a, a morning routine coming after nice. that. So we've got we've got some good things lined up. Nice man, nice. check them out. Follow yeah. them because you you always posted some cool shit, man. So I I like following you. But I, when yeah. I, whenever I scroll through all the the fake videos and then I get to you, I'm like this motherfucker. Yeah. Posted some some positive <laughs> shit. I like it, man. It inspires me, man. Like you inspired me to get a jump rope. It didn't work out, yeah. but it, <laughs> it like I, I went like, back to my bike. Like you put Tony in a positive mood tonight. Yeah, you know, he had a rough day. That's what that's what winners do, man. They they find the, the positive in it. So, and yeah, if you ever I'm need sorry. a a video with some a before and after bearded picture, you know, yeah. got me and Chris yeah. here with a, yeah. the, <laughs> I got the clean. So we have to yeah. remind ourselves we we're gonna get a picture here in just a second. Yeah, we so do. We, we Chris, what do you you got the plug anything, man? Uh, let's see. Uh, if you're in Nashville on February 9th, that's a Saturday. Check out the Spring Water, my band Malibu Blackouts playing. Should be a fun show. Bunch of PBRs and good rock and roll. So that's you be just dropped nice. uh, the latest single. We did for the world. This uh, one of the ones I'm singing on, believe it or not, and uh, playing drums and singing like some Levon Helm. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty good little song. If you catch it, it'll get stuck in your fucking. If head. you've listened to some of their other tracks, which are all incredible, listen to this one because Chris actually wrote and sang on this one. And uh, dude, Co-wrote. you got, I, you, I gotta you, give my band you got some dope ass melodies, man. I pr- I like right. your, your style. I appreciate it. I, I pride it, myself on my melodies. I'm not the best singer, but. I write a decent melody. You got that high, that high range that I can't get to. I can do it, man. I've got a pretty decent little range. I wish I knew how to use it, but yeah, hey, it's fun. And of course, you can find uh, you can find my uh, the book that I'm still trying to promote at sherrybuzz.com backslash Heller High Tide. Yep. That's the name of the book. You can read the prologue on the website. Um, you know, good things happening with that. Going with, uh, of course, you can always find Share Your Buzz at sherrybuzz.com on iTunes. Uh, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify, yep. at all the places that you get your podcasts at. Um, do yourself a favor and check them out. Chris yep. and Tony do this thing right that's in thanks, all man. facets. That's it, man. I think that's it. That's I never, it. you know, at three years, I never, know, I, never know how to, I never know how to end this thing. Usually we just trail <laughs> off with Chris saying something. Stupid. <laughs> just like I was going to do a Frank Sinatra version of Winner's, winner's Beard. Yeah. <laughs>